gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. that this was the song that Andrade and Sammy were listening to before they got into their brawl. I am told that, you know, I have sources that say that this is the song that that happened. Amazing. <laughs> God, I, I love doing this show. This is so stupid. <laughs> Man, we're, we're dumb. Uh, I just love it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Sons of Slam Show. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, and the late, great Olivia Newton-John. Sir, how are you? Oh my God, I forgot that she died. Yeah. Wow, that was this year? That was this year. That was 22? Yep. Holy hell. Holy hell, indeed. Well, rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. What's going on with you? I'm doing very well. Good. I had a rather good week in the uh, the past week of sports. This is on, on betting. Oh, I didn't mean to shut that off. Hold on. There you go. In sporting, in betting, in the... sport. Yes, in sports, in sports gambling as well. In gambling. Okay. Um. Yeah, and <laughs> the Niners won, but it. Uh, Congratulations, by the way. Niners won. I can't listen to you while I I hear her say, "Let me hear your body talk." So let me turn that off. Congratulations. That's fine. To the Niners and uh, your your rifle quarterback back in the spot. Listen, I know you wanted Trey, but I apologize. No, I let, let me give one thing perfectly clear. Please. I want what's best for the team. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the wrestling show. People know this phrase. I want what's best for business. Best for business. Right now, mm. Jimmy G is best for business. <laughs> yes. Okay? He is. At is the he... beginning of the year, Trey Lance was best for business. Now, well, Trey Lance, is, is Trey Lance actually the future of this, this team, or has it always been Jimmy G and they just wanted to try out Trey? But Jimmy G's not the future. That's what I just said. Is he, is he the future, or do they want to try out Trey to see if he would be the future? I think I think it was necessary for him going into this year to have the 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 locker room behind him spiritually. Okay, I guess mentally. Mentally. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah. it the quarterback position is such a big. Mm-hmm. It is the biggest position in, in all of football. Mm-hmm. Other than the kicker, if I'm being completely honest, 
kicker, snapper, quarterback. Those are the three most important positions in football. <laughs> okay. Try to play a football game without those three people. It doesn't work. Snapper, huh? Yeah. And the kicker. The kicker gives it to the snapper, mm-hmm. if you think about it. The snapper gives it to the quarterback. This is true. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so shout out to the Niners uh, defeating the reigning, defending, undisputed uh, NFL Super Bowl <laughs> champions of the world. Destroyed. The Los Angeles Rams. Destroyed. Destroyed. Mollywop, some would say. Couldn't even get a <laughs> touchdown. Mollywop, huh? And shout out to the San Francisco defense and one Mr. Talanoa Hufunga. What a name. One of the greatest names in football it really, currently. It really is. Like if that was if that was a name back in uh, the Key and Peel days, I don't know if you ever watched that show when they did the Yeah. The whole Aquarius, uh, Aquarius, Aquarius, <laughs> and Aquarius. Yeah. I remember that one. That would definitely be a name. That would be a name up there. Oh man. So there's that uh sports, sports, sports. Baseball's over. We are finished the season as of yesterday. and Baseball's uh, over, but it has also just begun. It has just begun. The real season, as some people, some would say, has just begun. I took a major hit last night. That was a very, very stabbed-in-the-back type of blow by the New York Yankees on me. Did you bet on Judge? I did not. Uh, a couple months ago, in you the middle of July, uh-huh. there was a super boost. Sure, with? For the Yankees. Uh-huh. The Astros, the Dodgers, and the Mets to all win 100 games in the 2022 regular season. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Mets had a doubleheader yesterday or two days ago. They won both games. They got to 100. Mm-hmm. The Yankees had a doubleheader two days ago. Mm-hmm. They won one game and they were at 99. <laughs> uh- Going into yesterday, I go, I have to watch the game. Yeah. I have to keep up with the game, this is it. even this though is I was driving out the Long Island. Isn't that, that insane? Game one sixty two, the final game, it comes down to uh, that's you can't write that's that's storybook ending right there. This is and it was in the middle of July when the Yankees were on that freaking Roman Reigns type run. Yeah, until they hit August when they went into a uh, Drew Gulak type type of run. Yeah, is that Gulak? <laughs> that's the first name that came to mind. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was that was pretty defeating. But I'm not too sure if I'm going to bet the New York Yankees in the playoffs. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's acceptable. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Otis. Yeah, not now. No, not now. No, he's, he's getting. Pushed. I was thinking. I was correlating it to Money in the Bank for some reason. Okay. Um. But yeah. So that kind of hurt. But we're on to the playoffs. We're it's on. zero zero. It's anybody's game at this point. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So That's how it works, baby. Yanks, uh, speaking of collapses, the Mets there against the Braves <laughs> at the end of the season there, but it's all right. Everybody's in the playoffs. We, As you said, we start 0-0, and we'll take it from there. So good luck to everybody. Um, let's go, Yanks. I absolutely love that the majority of my family is Mets fans mm-hmm. because this entire year they go, oh, wait until it gets to wait until it gets to October, and they were telling me that in, like, June. And I go, okay, we'll wait until it gets to October. <laughs> Right. Then we'll see what happens. Uh, when because you, were, you were so sure you're going to win the East, <laughs> the NL East, and then you just collapsed. As big as the quote unquote Yankees collapse was at the end of the year, and it was tremendous. Yeah, they hit a they hit a cold patch. Tremendous, I'll give you that. tremendous uh, uh, drop, <laughs> tremendous fall for the Yanks. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of how big that was, mm-hmm. we still won the division, baby. That's because of the first three months. The Mets couldn't <laughs> even do that. Ah. Uh. This is me in the World Series. There you go. 
tell you tell your family we'll meet in the World Series and then we'll. It hasn't happened in the past twenty two years. Twenty two. That, that years. was that. That was the World Series to take my fandom. Tell your uh, tell your family. Remember uh, twenty twenty. I mean, uh, I bent, I bent after the World Series of two after the Subway Series two thousand. I bent the knee to the Yankees, and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> Good. Uh, you're my. Now I was six, yeah. so I mean, <laughs> not I, really much to go on there. I acknowledge you. I do. I acknowledge them, my tribal chiefs. My tribal chiefs, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so we have a premium live event happening this weekend. We have more drama coming out of the A Dubs, and think death and things with Lucky Feet. Lucky Feet. Yeah. Let's talk about White Rabbit. Okay. Oof, I did not. I don't know why I was going somewhere else. Never mind. I, I want to know where you were going. I heard Lucky Feet and it threw me off. I'm like, where the fuck did Feet come into this? White rabbits. Lucky Feet. I get it. All right. I get Never mind. Lucky White Rabbit Foot. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Moving on. Screw off. All right. So anyway, um, let's let's since it happened fresh in the mind of yesterday, let's talk about all things AEW and the possible collapse of a company, shall we? Um, let's do that. Let's let's talk fun things. So, what happened yesterday? What happened before Dynamite went on the air with a common denominator, which seems to be an issue in now two separate situations backstage? Uh, of the three, of the three major ones that have happened so far in the last month and a half. There's been a Venn diagram of sorts in AEW over the past uh, couple months. Please. And the center of that Venn diagram seems to be none other than one Sammy Guevara. Well, for for two of the three, I'd say. Yes. Right. Absolutely. For the third, the person, ironically, is, according to some bootleg sources, has already been quietly let go. Quickly. I want you to hold on to what everything I, you were about to I'm, say. I'm I need to get this out really quick. Uh, please. Yes. I have a quick conspiracy theory about the, the uh, CM Punk Young Bucks scrum. Please. So it was reported after that that also in that room during that fight, but not involved in the fight, mm. was MJF. Really? Yes. Did not see that. Now, if I'm wrong on those reports, then everything I said is null and void. Okay. Obviously. So it it was also being reported that MJF did not want to come back as a babyface to the company because he felt like his suits were better as a heel. Okay. Which is probably true. But okay. actually, it is true. We've seen MJF as a babyface. It's true. Uh, when? When he first came in. But granted, that was such a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Who even remembers that? Okay. So, what I uh, one could be led to believe that somehow MJF was the one that caused controversy within that locker room that day. Okay. Thus leading to a scrum or controversy beforehand maybe planting stuff in cm punk's head about the bucks and stuff like that my point being is that mjf is the one who caused all of this so that he didn't have to go babyface. it's a quite out there conspiracy theory is, i understand that that is out there i understand how out there it is but uh, we're talking about pro wrestling nothing's really that out there other than an alien invasion the likes of mars attacks yeah <laughs> during a gcw event sure not, if, by the way, if I call that, 
Clip it. This is one of the best things on fucking well, yeah, on no, microphone sure. ever. You clip it, and then that'll be our last show. But sure, go ahead. Exactly. I mean, we'll both be dead by then. Yes. <laughs> so, but clip it. I want it to go out to some people so they can get a laugh out of it. Is that, <laughs> is that the way you want to go by Alien Attack? I feel like if it's just going to happen, let it happen. Mm. If we're going to get attacked, I'm, all right, I'm going to defend my home. But if I can't, I can't. I'm going to have enough weaponry as I can, but we're talking about aliens. <laughs> yes. So I'm assuming whatever weaponry I do have uh, is going to be no match to a fucking laser beam or whatever they got. That will disintegrate you in a half Exactly. Gotcha. In minutes. Right. Minutes. Unless I just start playing old time freaking Hank Williams. Seconds. Oh, yes. like, in, like in Mars Attacks. <laughs> like in Mars Attacks, it just blows their, their brains. Yeah. Aww. Like <laughs> <laughs> And then their heads explode in their their uh, helmets. Yes. All right. Yeah. Very underrated. Moving on. Moving on. All right. So the white so, rabbit. So well, no, hold on, hold on. Oh no, no, not All the right. white rabbit. No, AEW. Yes, we're still on uh, the Sammy conspiracy. Yes, go ahead. No, I'm done with my part of the, okay, the so, MJF conspiracy theory. Back to you, sir. So I wasn't back to you in the in the newspaper. <laughs> I wasn't aware of what the uh, thanks, Jim. I wasn't really aware of what the uh, the source was uh, as to what this altercation was all about. But apparently. Uh, I don't know if you were aware, but Sammy Guevara was complaining of uh, a match that they had that Guevara was complaining that Andrade was too stiff. Mm -hmm. And apparently that went to Twitter and then it blew up from there. Um, So the incident, they had a backstage incident happened last night uh, at the Washington, D.C. show. Prior to the show. Prior to the show, yes. Uh, sources uh, told everybody that uh, there were words exchanged, and then things turned physical. Uh, Sammy, <laughs> full circle. Uh, Sammy allegedly pushed Andrade, and then threw several punches, and then they were told that Andrade responded with a punch of his own. Um, Andrade on Twitter said, "Respect me, and I'll respect you." Had a graphic on Twitter after Tony Khan called off the match. Uh, Guevara, he, he was actually uh, sent home. He wasn't on. He was supposed to be on last night. He wasn't sent. He was supposed to have a match. match. Andrade was sent home. Andrade, yes, they were supposed to have a match. Andrade yeah. was sent home. Guevara was still allowed to be there because he did a backstage segment uh, with the JAS. Uh, but we see a apparent thread here, apparent common bond <laughs> with the two situations that have happened. Uh, the prior one that we're referring to is with him and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, but there's one staunch difference between the two. Please. Sammy in the first with Eddie was the one getting shoved, and Sammy was the one that was throwing a punch, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they, I and they, then, it, and then they, it got... Because I, I remember reading that Eddie, like, pie-faced him, like he mushed him. Mm-hmm. And then it led from there, and then punches started getting thrown. Okay. But with Andrade, he was the one doing the mushing, and then Andrade just like, no, I'm going to sock you in the fucking face. <laughs> uh, He's dealing with grown ass men. I, He's not dealing with people his age. Like the, the kids my age. <laughs> With, with all due respect, you sounded like stepbrothers the there. around my age and he's going up against people who are around your age. Like there should be some sort of level of respect there. <laughs> they're, they're, regardless of what you think. There should be. I was always taught to respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I will take nothing less than utter respect from you. Thank you very much. So 
Now fuck off. <laughs> um, where where do we go from? What what a segue. Where do we go from here? Where do we go AEW from here? Because now I want this to lead into my next point. Is that Andrade? Uh, we'll talk about Sammy at the end of this. Andrade was complaining, apparently, according to reports, that just much like other talent, there's not enough time, not enough TV time, um, not enough valuable TV time, not enough valuable because valuable TV time for they him. say they say not enough TV time, but technically their TV time is also dark and dark elevation, mm. regardless of if it's not quote unquote traditional television. They consider that TV time. But people like Andrade, who are names and who have value behind them, don't want to be, I don't want to say subjugated, but that's the word I'm going to use. Okay. Because dark is still somewhat of a demotion. It's your recorded It's your recorded dark matches that you put on a fucking YouTube channel. So I, I've taken... With all due respect again. <laughs> None taken. Um, I, I've taken notes this week i've actually did something this week and half of them are while Yo, was, me too that's what's crazy half of them were while i was high so let me <laughs> in real time decipher as one does when watching wrestling yes go on. absolutely oh that's not what i want hello do. hello um so okay <laughs> you've used the word high too much they're about to take down our show <laughs> it's legal now so <laughs> um in the article actually that that Pistol Pete, shout out to Pistol Pete, that he sent us the New York Post article that uh, AEW basically needs to start fixing shit. Um, they pointed out the amount of talent that is in AEW as opposed to WWE. And I did my own counting for for both and came up with the following numbers. So, in the article that he sent, in the New York Post article, it states that AEW has 97 in ring talent. What? 97. What? In ring talent. Yeah, what the the? Yeah. 97. Yep. Holy hell. 97 in ring talent. So now, this is this is okay, well, get ready cuz get what <laughs> the number I give you for WWE. Um, but anyway, AEW has 97 in ring talent. Of those 97 in ring talent, you have through you have three and a half hours of TV programming to get as many as many matches and talent on the screen as humanly possible. Hence, all the promote all the um, the promos in between matches, all the segments. You know, the, the, when they cut the promos, uh, the backstage stuff. That's that's TV time. That's they're still on and the screen. That's why MJF is so goddamn good. Because he doesn't have to wrestle. That was his first match you in how many days? hundred and hundred and twenty nine days. <laughs> Unreal, but unbelievable. But, but he still gets his face on. You cannot me- wrestle apparently, and he's proof of that. You cannot wrestle and still get TV time and still be way over as fuck. Yeah, because the point of the business of pro wrestling, unfortunately, f- since the dawn of time, has not been the actual wrestling. Right? No, of course not. <laughs> it's been your promo work. It's how you get over. The wrestling has been the the cherry on top. Everything in between. Exactly. The ice cream itself is the promos and the 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 fighting that leads up to it's the, the actual build up. Match. It's the build up. Ninety seven in ring talent. So now get ready for this. WWE as as counted by yours truly before the show. Everybody in ring and commentator 
Give a guess. Wait, wait, wait. You're okay. In ring and commentator. I, I broke that. Yes. So there's a breakdown of of commentator backstage. You know, mic work people. Uh, anybody on the network. They, they're all talking about everybody that is employed by the everybody WWE. employed right now that WWE.com has on their roster uh, uh, role. I counted. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and I broke down as far as the commentator people. There's there's a, a bunch of them, but all, all together, we are including NXT in all this. <laughs> that is correct. <clears throat> we could, we are including performance center trainers. No, no, it's okay. NXT, Raw, SmackDown, and then all. It's just anyone having to pertain to the the television show aspect of it, as well as anybody with a mic interviewing, as well as anybody on like main names on the network. Okay, I'm going to give you a ridiculous number. Sure. And then I'm going to give you a number that if it was that number, I'd be shocked, but I wouldn't be as surprised sure. at this ridiculous number. Okay. 5,482. <laughs> that is way ridiculous, but go on. Yes. <laughs> Not is it way ridiculous low no, or high? No, high. <laughs> like okay, way okay, too okay, high. Okay, okay. <laughs> way, way too okay, high. Okay, 5,000. Okay. <laughs> we have 5,000 talent. Pretty That's cool. why I asked about Performance Center. No. It wouldn't have changed the number I no, gave it, you. It, it, <laughs> it would have probably added the number by like... 30 <laughs> nope nope i still would have said the same number no nope, i'll be honest with you i just started saying numbers after you 5 can't, you could not be further from this number go ahead okay so bring it i'm gonna down. go all together 146 okay M- much more reasonable number the overall number of talent for wwe nxt raw smackdown network and this also includes on on the roster there includes vince mcmahon 213 that's their internal roster. Two thirteen of the two thirteen, wow. of the two thirteen, including McMahon, and also Shane McMahon. Thirty are commentator, table talent, mic talent. Thirty people, which leaves a hundred and eighty-three in-ring talent for all three brands. Wow. Okay. So now, the difference being, is that you have live show loops. You have five. Six, you have seven hours of programming available to 183 people, of which, again, you will not see, realistically, you won't see a t- two-thirds of them because you have your your Drew Gulaks, you have your your Z-listers that are on the bottom. I keep bringing his name up. I apologize, Drew. Uh, the, everybody that's it's on- just a bit at this point. It really we, is. If Kurt Hawkins was still there and he was still I would use his name defeated, too. we would have said him. Hey. Absolutely. Uh, so, it, it, so James Ellsworth. <laughs> There you go. The chin. Anybody on the bottom <laughs> rung, you don't see on a regular basis. So of all those, realistically, you only see a third. And this is for all three. Even on NXT, like they try to mix it up. But you still see Mandy Rose. You still see Braun Breaker. You still see the regulars every single week. Yeah. So you see of, of the 183 in-ring talent, I would assume you see about a third of that. Cross uh, the- in that. Hang on. In that talent, is is it also <laughs> included like a... A Valerie Lareda type people who have signed to the WWE but are in the performance center training nope, to get nope, onto nope. NXT television. Nope, 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 nope. These are all people that okay. are, are on TV that have actually had okay. TV time. From your Maxine Dupree's all the way up to Roman Reigns. So that's another question I have. Mm-hmm. Is Max Dupree listed as well as LA Knight? No, Max Dupree is listed as Max Dupree. Okay, another question mm-hmm. is Ezekiel listed as well as, as Elias? Ezekiel. This is not a three faces of Foley situation, no. Okay, okay. All right, <laughs> no, go on. It's only one per, per one per person. Um, okay. 
all this rambling on that, that I'm, I'm pointing out here, I have a theory as to why AEW now has all these complaints suddenly popping up out of nowhere. First of all, the golden age of AEW is done. So we're past that. Now we're into the actual <laughs> nitty gritty and uh, getting into the, the you better make it now or, or it's going to end. But my theory, so yes. so Grant really quickly Grand Slam last year was the peak, wasn't it? It really was. We were at the, that was like the height. We were at the pinnacle of it. Yeah. No this this one know. wasn't bad. I'm not saying that this one was bad. No, 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 no. I'm not talking. No, I'm not talking about the event. I'm talking about the feeling of AEW. The hype and popularity of AEW was at its peak at Grand Slam last year. There's a perfect way to phrase it, and it's AEW's honeymoon period ended right after Dynamite Grand Slam, Grand Slam. 2021. Yep. But All right. but. Uh, my thing is that AEW screwed themselves over March of this year. Do you know what happened March of this year? Uh, no. That, I mean, yeah, but you're going to remind me, but not off the top of my head. That put uh, everybody kind of on notice as to time allowed because it was just going to take up a huge chunk of time. March 2022, Mr. TK. Mr. TK, CEO. TK. Uh-huh. Bought one Ring of Honor. Oh. And Ring of Honor has now. Wait, is that 97 people, including Ring of Honor talent? Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah. It, dude, but, but, okay. I'm justifying all this in my head, but, I'm being honest with you. Okay, but, but, okay. No, right, right. Okay. Fair enough. But because of the purchase of Ring of Honor, there's no network for them. They can't go on, as stated in the article, HBO Max or on paramount plus and uh, even though they, they they could technically go on uh on disney plus and go discovery and then uh <laughs> have their own have their own uh, they could go on hbo max they own. they did a they did a pro <laughs> they did a, a promotional thing with hbo max with house of dragon yeah but they're owned by warner brothers uh discovery now so they could go on uh disney plus no i thought discovery not discovery uh yeah is warner brothers not what's hbo oh under? that's right you're right you're right i'm sorry hbo max right yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so then they okay. So hypothetically, they could go on HBO Max. They don't. By have, the way, at what point did you realize that HBO Max was also just a way to say that this is both HBO and Cinemax combined in one place? Uh, until you just said it right now, right? It's crazy <laughs> once you realize it. <laughs> oh yeah, how about that? Um, but I, I never think I would never have thought uh, Cinemax. Anyway, uh, so because of that, there's no other <clears throat> excuse me platforms for them to show their wares so they have dynamite for two hours they have rampage for an hour they have dark for 30 minutes and that's what a match or two where yeah it was two matches last time there's no give there's no place to actually put them out there and then dark i mean that i said dark so there's really nothing else to put them out there on as far as a three and a half hour span of time wwe has seven hours on a weekly basis I think that the problem we're running into is that Tony Khan, it, now that Triple H is, uh, now that Triple H has the pencil in WWE, I think Tony Khan's a little trigger shy to let anybody go. Because mm-hmm. remember, he wasn't afraid to let someone like, uh, like Big Swole go back. You know when 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 she got let go. Right. And all that stuff. Right. It, it wasn't it wasn't that much of. A, I think that if Big Swole's contract came up like this week mm. or something like that or soon he would be more inclined to keep her on because he doesn't want her going over there i think the roles have completely reversed okay i think that the wwe was in aew's role two years ago 
Mm, okay. And they're the hot and hungry freaking thing on the block, even though they're, you know, 50-something years old at this point. <laughs> okay. That's not true. And that might be true. It might be true. Um, it, so, so all that to say is that there needs to be something with ROH. They need to go. <laughs> they need to go off of AEW. Uh, this, it's like, it, to me, it's like NXT constantly having a, uh, a half hour on Raw. Like when they used to do like under raw underground, or they used to have like two or five live matches or something like that. There's like that slot that's in there that they're they're taking away another spot from someone that's on the roster for this segment, and that's what's happening with ROH. Now, granted, I again, and I've I've said I'm saying this now, watching it more and more, and Tony Khan kind of said the same thing, alluded to it the other day. Chris Jericho is probably having his best AEW of his of his career. I think that this has been his best work. He's been absolutely amazing. Um, thoroughly entertained every time I watch him. There's never been a match. Uh, I mean, there's maybe flubs here and there, but there's never been a match that has, I've not been in, thoroughly enjoyed as far as anything that he's done. Putting the belt on him and and having this kind of like I'm going to screw over ROH is all well and good, and I can appreciate that that kind of look as they're searching for me by the plane here. But is that enough? It's it's not. The answer is the answer is it's not, and so because of that, you are taking away TV time from someone who is not on ROH like Andrade, like Sammy Guevara. So you need to have another platform for this this company. You basically purchased ROH as a side piece to your AEW, and you can ha- kind of throw matches on, get Sammy uh, uh, Samoa Joe on there, get uh, you know Jericho on there, get a couple matches. Uh, Claudio give him the belt because he finally deserves it. It's kind of been a throwaway thing, and it's it's unfortunate because Ring of Honor is a great promotion on itself, mm-hmm. but it's been now it's it's literally the the stepchild of AEW, and it's it's lesser than, and it needs to be its own thing, just like NXT. NXT is still part of WWE, but it's a, it's a step down, which is all well and good, but you're treating this as if it's like a novelty that we have extra, we have the same wrestlers in our company working air quotes for ROH and being their champion, even though that company is within us. It's it's a weird dynamic that they've set up, that, that Tony has set himself up in here, and something needs to change. It's, uh, it's kind of what people allude the reasoning to why uh, Vince McMahon bought ECW and WCW was just to kill it. Because it was getting so, I mean, it's not the same the same reason, mm. and I don't think Tony Khan means to do it, but by purchasing Ring of Honor, he essentially killed it. I think that from the start, I'm pretty sure I've said it on this show, I think that Tony Khan should have made Ring of Honor their dark shows. Like, it should have been, it should be Ring of Honor on YouTube or mm. whatever it is. Mm. Just put it out. Mm. Ring of Honor has the name. Keep it under Ring of Honor. It doesn't matter. You have dark I understand that that was a that was the thing you needed to do to because you had so many fucking wrestlers on your roster mm-hmm. that you needed to just give them dark matches and then we're like what are we gonna call it? Wow, let's call it dark. <laughs> Real original. I know. <laughs> but if you put Ring of Honor in that time slot, if you put Ring of Honor in, in Rampage's time slot, it all works. Right. I understand that that you want to keep Rampage Rampage because it's an AEW product. And then AEW would technically be only diminished to one show a week or whatever on, you know, national television. 
but it's a it's a really weird conundrum that Tony Khan has put himself in mm. because he wants to please the fans and unfortunately not everything can please the fans right because you're going to have to upset the fans i think that's just what every wrestling promoter realizes at some point is that you're not going to make everyone happy such is life tony khan did for a really long time he did and and kudos to him he he, he really did but it's the beginning of the end was the signing of cm punk i mean it was such a good it was it was such a high i it was at such a peak at that point i gotta tell you like yeah it was it, it really was but i gotta tell you like i i don't i don't fault him and and i if if we had to do it all over again i, I hate the term uh, i would do it all over again if i could i would do the same thing all over again knowing that if the ends what the end was uh, to kind of fix that part but the year that cm punk was in AEW was probably the best part of AEW. One of the best parts of AEW, at least for me, because everything, every program that he had, from from uh, from Hangman to <laughs> probably the best, uh, honestly to me, the best uh, storyline and feud that they had that AEW's had in the last three years, MJF versus CM Punk. That honestly, one of the best that CM Punk's had in his career. Yeah, <laughs> in his career. So there's been. This and then him getting the belts and and then everything that happened afterwards. But in the year, let me honestly, rephrase that. Then the beginning of the end was CM Punk winning the title. Okay, <laughs> okay, I, I can. That's I, gonna be that's gonna be AEW's David Arquette moment. <laughs> there you go. Until David Arquette actually comes in AEW, because he will. By the way, at this point, I wouldn't be upset. There's a viable storyline for him to come into AEW. It has nobody realized it by now. I, I what remind me please jungle boy oh david arquette and luke perry used oh, to be that's boys right. <laughs> that's right that's right there you go. there's such an easy way to get him in there yeah yeah and you have him go up against luchasaurus and christian cage <laughs> age difference is there <laughs> there you go number of world titles is also there <laughs> yeah that's what's hilarious they both have the same well i mean according to wwe they both have the same number of world heavyweight championship reigns uh, yeah it's wild it is very, very, it is very wild um yeah so i i just i i think my my culmination of this entire point is that AEW tony khan needs to do something and get more faces of the people that he signed he's he's acquired all these people like thanos rings but he has nothing to you know, no time or place to put them on. So you can just keep getting stuff, getting stuff, and say, I have them under contract. And then what do you, what am I doing with them? I'm just having them sit here uh, dormant on the shelf. Get them out there, put them on TV, have them go. If, if that's the case, have them go every two weeks. Get, but have this rotation of wrestlers. It's, we have the same faces, which is fine. You know, there was no Moxley this week. Okay, he gets a rest. Yeah, there was. On Dynamite? Yeah. When? Didn't he come out after after Hangman's match? Oh, did that's right. I'm sorry. That there was uh <laughs> Wow. Um and I I just I watched it like two in the morning. It's because there was no uh we didn't get wild thing. We didn't get wild thing. Like his we didn't get the entrance of wild thing. Point being is that I feel like you can have this rotation of wrestlers since you have so many. You can have a rota rotation of wrestlers, start from the start from the bottom, get to the top, but 
you would go from dark to to rampage and have every single week have a different set of uh, of completely different storylines book ended by your main storylines the beginning your opening hour uh, match is always something that's great that they, they've done very well and don't change that your main events all well and good get in between there for your your mid carters get every single person that you have and shift them every week oh and you're talking about running a wrestling show but he's not doing that, though. I that's see, the, yeah, exactly. We, we see the same, that's exactly what I'm saying. He's not running a wrestling show. He was, though. That's the thing. He was doing it until he started getting all these other bigger names and, and putting them out there every five seconds, and everybody else got lost in the shuffle. Here's a really ignorant question, but this is a metaphor that I'm going to lead into. Did you have a... Not did you personally have, but were were they available? Were they a thing back when you were a child? A, and that was the uh, the the WWE wrestling rings, sure that you could put the action figures in. Do you remember the the LGN wrestling figures with the the arms that like like see, they they posed and just like the rubber ones that just stuck in a pose? Yes, those are the. By one, the way, I those, have a uh, those I have the ones Cody I have Rhodes with the LGN. You have a what? I have a Cody Rhodes LGN. <laughs> I bought it on Pro Wrestling Tees. LJN. I stand by that purchase. LJN is a, is a funny story, too, on a, on a completely different five-second side note. If you ever get into the story of LJN, they made these now, which are now really popular and and uh, uh, pricey and expensive LJN wrestling figures in the 80s. It was like the Iron Sheik and and Hulk Hogan and all the and Paul Orndorff, all the, the popular 80s wrestlers into these like rubber poses, and they were immensely popular and i had a ton of them and i don't know where they are i'd be probably a thousand in right now it's but, the pokemon cards but it was like it, it's the same deal but it's i mean you can go if you go to like to uh conventions and try to to buy them they're they're expensive they're 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 worth something ljn has oh, a story yeah. where they have those those figures but then also if you if you were a kid in the 80s and 90s and you played their video games absolute shit and that you can go on youtube and just watch like countless videos on ljn as far as like the awful because uh, they always bought uh, uh, rights to uh, previously already created licenses like Back to the Future. They had Jaws. They had all these movie licenses, and they just made shitty, shitty games, but had these wrestling figures that made millions of dollars. So it's a very, it was a very fascinating, nerdy uh, thing. If you want to take a look at that, anyway, um, that's LJN. So, without any further ado, moving on. Talk, done talking about Sammy Guevara. Done talking about Andrade. Get more TV time, Tony Khan. Hang um, on, hang on. Speaking of, TV I want to put yes. a bow on what I on, on what I was saying, please. The wrestling ring. If you had one of those back in the day, you played with your wrestlers. You got the you got the action figures did, back yes. in my day. It was the Attitude Era. Sure. Playing with Stone Cold. I didn't have the ring. I had the figures. My buddy had a ring uh-huh. down the block from me. So I would take my wrestling figures and go mm-hmm. over to his ring mm-hmm. and play with him. Essentially, Tony Khan is running AEW the same way. He's just taking the wrestlers that he likes. Okay. He's putting them into a ring. He's doing the moves that he wants. I mean, not essentially like that, but you get my point. Yeah, I do. He's not running a wrestling show. He's running like a backyard program. <laughs> I I guess. I guess that's I, how I, I want to say I, it. I, I could I can see what you're <laughs> I can see what you're saying. Um let me see here. Uh okay. So I'm gonna get into see if this even works. I could have cheated and I could have passed. But I got high. So those are my that's my intro to my my high notes. La, da, 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 Three high da, da. notes. So my first one, watching uh Dynamite, this was actually last week, 
watching Dynamite, they had a um, a TV networks have promos for all their programming, especially since they go into the new season. So September, October, you'll see like ABC, CBS will have a like a two minute package of all their shows into one commercial for everything that's going to come up in the in the new season. TBS did the same thing. So TBS showed all their shows. AEW was part of the package. They showed all these these clips, blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching it <laughs> while smoking. And I, I sh- they show AEW. And one of the segments they show is something that we were at. They show Luchasaurus choke slamming Ray Phoenix into the table and his arm getting cracked in half. That what? is what they showed in the promo. You can go onto TBS. I don't know if it's on the .com, but I saw it on TV. I rewound it at least 10 different times. And like of all the things to pick, they picked that <laughs> in the promo. And you just see his arm go boom. And then they cut to the next show that's on TBS. Is it, it that? It's wild. It's that angle, too, that you it's, see his arm go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the angle where, yeah, he, you see him. He, the cameraman's on the floor. Uh, Luchasaurus is on the apron. And about to choke oh, slam. And then, that not that angle. Oh, it just it's it's absurd that they, they used of all of all the clips. They just wanted to pick something. Nobody knew whoever did this, the editing had no idea what wrestling is. I'm just like, oh, that looks cool. No, <laughs> just, he 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 knows exactly what he thinks he knows what wrestling he is. He doesn't know he goes, what that oh, was fake. He didn't actually break his arm. Well, there's no way this guy broke his arm. He just he just fucking acted really well, dude. I I was I was floored when they showed that. And again, I kept rewinding. What I was a like, dumbass! I can't believe they kept showing this over and over. Um, there was that. Uh, my other note was on the network they showed because uh, they're recapping all the extreme rules from the last couple of years. They showed extreme rules from 2021. Do you remember the main event of extreme rules of 2021? It did. Uh, Bianca Belair versus someone. Uh, that was one of them. Uh, she Roman, she fought. Was that uh, the one that Roman Reigns wasn't in? She she fought Becky Lynch to a no contest. No, uh, Reigns was in the main event. No, I don't remember. He fought the Demon Finn Balor. Yes, I remember exactly this now. Now, when I watched <laughs> when I watched the match again while high, I'm like, if I wanted to explain what wrestling is, I would have them watch this match because. Not for its athleticism because it was a great match. But if you remember towards the end of the match where Finn is laying on the ground and the lights go out and all of a sudden it's starting to beat red like it's going like a heartbeat. It goes boom, 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 boom. boom. And yep. he's, he's laying on the ground and then all of a sudden his music like and then it kicks in yep. and then he lifts himself up as if like he's rising and then his music is playing in the background and all of a sudden you just hear the announcers go, oh my God, he's alive. He's resurrected. That is what I want to show somebody. When when seeing wrestling for the first time, and they're asking you, "What is professional wrestling?" Watch this clip. I would also show them the match between uh, uh, Brock and Roman at, at SummerSlam. I would show them that year. as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. But the idea of of music being able to lift somebody up literally was absolutely amazing. And then the end of that match was the turnbuckle going completely out, and that's how they explain how the demon, undefeated demon, could lose. To, yes, uh, to the champion. Also. Uh, speaking of music playing, mm-hmm. if I wanted to explain pro wrestling, I would show them Anarchy in the Arena. Anarchy also. in the Arena. <laughs> Anarchy in the Arena. Um, followed by every single episode of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> um, so there's yes. that note, and my final note, my final high note. Um, <laughs> Jenny Neidhart. I just want first of all, just want to applaud you, Jenny Neidhart. Um, I thank you for your bravo. Thank you for your OnlyFans. Um, by the way, if you don't have it already on Telegram, 
uh, wrestling. There's a wrestling. Uh, I don't know if I said it before. I'm telling you now. Go on Telegram, and it's called Wrestling with the OnlyFans Two. You're welcome. Let me guess. One. I don't know. One what, got shut down. I don't know what one is, but there's a Wrestling with the OnlyFans Two, and there's also a Wrestling with the OnlyFans Three as a backup. But go to Two, and then you'll get as many free OnlyFans videos, and, and especially got, got Page Vans in. It's like all of the nothing. Good God. But you're welcome. But also, um, you know, if if you want to be a nice dude and pay for it, you know, do that too. Uh, I'm good. Women work hard. Should, I'm sure they do. And my <laughs> third note was Jenny Neidhart. So she's on OnlyFans. I just have the question, and I think I solved it already because she she kind of maybe hinted to it. Who is videoing her while she's playing with her boobs every five seconds? I want to know who. Oh, it, Natty. It's got to be Natty, right? It has to be Natty. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Like she's literally in like these 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 poses, like she's like spread eagle on the floor, like bouncing her boobs back and forth. I and, and the camera's just going around her, like in these like you know different angles. I just want to know who's doing the video. That's all. You know what's hilarious to me is that for someone whose nickname is Natty, I mean mm-hmm. her name is Italian, we know that. But for her nickname to be Natty, she's not Natty, not natural. She's <laughs> she's not Natty. She's not Natty. She's not. I just wanted to point that out. Natalia. Kind of, yes. Right. Natalia, not natural. Natural, another word. <laughs> natty. Boom. Boom. Nata- natty, not Natty. <laughs> there you go. In case you were confused. Jenny is Natty. What? Oh, Lord. What are you saying? Jenny is natural. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Natalia is not natural. So you got to explain things to me. I'm, I'm very slow. Another another word for natural could be natty. <laughs> Jenny is natty. <laughs> natty is not natty. Moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. Really quickly. Now that I've explained everything. I thank you very much. Explain you're to welcome. me while you're explaining. Fucking boomer. What? <laughs> Make any sense? I've never heard of that. While you're explaining shit to me, because since I'm, I'm old and feeble. Uh, explain to me right now where we're at with the uh, White Rabbit and how close we are to uh, to Extreme Rules and possibly a debut, and then I will fill in any blanks that you may have missed. Okay. As, as far as what I've, um, I, I've seen so far with all QR codes and things of that sort. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, on SmackDown, the QR code just sent you. I don't know a bunch of them from SmackDown, but I know the main one was that it sent you to a picture of a an old pig mm-hmm. that drastically a, a cartoon pig that drastically resembles that of Huskus the pig boy. Mm-hmm. That the one playing the flute. Yes. Yes. Got it. Uh. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. Raw. There was a QR code displayed. Appeared a few times during the broadcast. Also, I forgot if it was Raw or SmackDown, but they put a sign. Like someone just randomly went to the back of the commentator's table. Yes, it was. Uh, while it was deadpanned on there. SmackDown. Yeah, on SmackDown. And it said, revel in what you think. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So on Raw, the QR code sent you to no, the QR a code. painting. The QR code what was on the back of, of uh, Corey Graves' Yes. Yeah. Also, when Bianca Belair Belair was on screen. uh, So the the QR code sent you to a picture of the painting of Samson and Delilah. Samson and Delilah. Right. And if I'm, I 
I can't remember if you were the one that told me this recently. Mm-hmm. Samson and Delilah being that uh, Delilah was the one who had all of Samson's power, or all of Samson's power was in his hair, and then Delilah cut his hair. Yes, so she was basically a, a spy, and uh, yes. he fell in love with her. He he, she was able to have him divulge where his power came from from God, and it was in his hair. So cut it off. They uh, they imprisoned him. Uh, God gave him back his power once his hair grew back, and he destroyed the uh, the prison that he was in, along with everybody else that was in it. So it was not the same photo, but it was a similar photo to that of a Bray Wyatt tweet after Alexa Bliss betrayed him at WrestleMania 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after that, it was April 12th, 2021. Bray Wyatt posted a uh, picture of Samson and Delilah. Mm-hmm. A different version a different picture of samson and delilah was the one that was in the qr code from raw this week okay um there was also a magical third eye illusion yes and in in a binary decoder mm-hmm. you get 10 which is the date of extreme rules extreme rules mm-hmm there's also hitting text in why I'm not going to even try <laughs> to describe that word, mm-hmm. which everyone knows is the fictional language spoken by the alien hunters from the predator movie franchise. Translating that takes us back to Dante's Inferno quote reference in the last set of clues before me, things created were none save things eternal and eternal. I endure. Okay. Interesting. Okay. There's a whole bunch of, oh, uh, there was also one on uh, NXT when G- Joe Gacy was in the ring. Mm-hmm. Or no, um, Grayson Waller was in the ring and he was doing that Instagram live gimmick. And Joe Gacy was seen posting an emoji in the Instagram live that of a rabbit, a white rabbit. Which also more specific. which stemmed from whatever the code was spelled out Gacy, whatever the the binary code was spelled out Gacy, and that's when he yes. posted the white rabbit. In yes, exactly. Uh, there so was also, that's essentially the. Uh, there was also a uh, sign. If on you the, hover, wait, oh, I got one more. Go ahead, please. If you hover over the Samson Delilah painting, it gives you a set of coordinates: seven five one seven two zero W. The full coordinates of West of Philly's Wells Fargo Center. Are three nine nine zero one two north and seven five one seven two zero west. <laughs> well, they're going in, and I love it. They are. So if you if you uh, so also the other one if you um, if you scan the QR code for the image of Samson, uh, there was one that brought you to a, a picture of Samson pulling down the pillars of a te- of the temple. Yes. So on the bottom of that was uh, some numbers. If you Googled that number. Six nine zero is like a very like a twelve digit number. It brought you to an image of a Japanese milk product called White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the right, the three D image gave you the the numbers for the date. You mentioned that. Um, there was also hidden text in y- Yucha. I, I tried to say that word. I just I wasn't going to try to butcher it. Uh, which is the uh, the language for for predator. Um goes back to Dante's Inferno quote referenced in the last set of clues. Let's see here. Uh, uh, anything else here? Blah, blah, blah. Was Fargo. You mentioned that. The binary code was Gacy. You mentioned that. 
and that's that's all I got. Um, there was also some, something else as far as a uh, a code that brought you to a MP3 uh, that was kind of low. But if for you, those of you that don't know, an MP3 is a file. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you oh this scared the shit out of me yeah so if you can if you, this is weird so this guy like lowered it in saying that this is Bray wait start that from the beginning here bravo bravo echo lima lima alpha alpha india india romeo romeo Oh, I am the way into the city of woe. I am the way into eternal sorrow. So this guy, this guy, let me, this guy slowed oh, it boy, down, and weird. it's yeah. So it spells out Bel Air, but this guy's yeah. slowed it down, and he's saying that it sounds like Bray. the The whole thing, this whole thing is I, I love. I, I love this kind of shit. I love, and it's it, it better just be him, otherwise the, the entire place is just gonna go mad and burn the place down. But I love all of this kind of shit, and and apparently the writer that is coming up with these clues for is a writer for WWE that is close with Bray Wyatt, and so I I lost his name. I forgot his name. But um, so if you, if you happen to uh, I can't find his name anyway. Um, it was one of the writers. Is it is, Brian Gewertz? It is not. <laughs> it, it is not. <laughs> Excuse me. So anyway, there's that. The whole thing I just find very fascinating. I, I think it's it's fun as hell. Uh, I love that we're able to go down this rabbit hole and uh, get to Extreme Rules. Uh, hopefully, um, he might. Well, maybe we'll see it at the, the main event for him. Ooh. And, and uh, yes, I have a theory. It just popped. I, I had it back then. And you were going on a, on a tangent, so I'm I was sure, like, I'll I'm save sure. it. I'm sure. I always do. So one of the clues that we got a couple weeks ago, I believe, uh, it led to a word that it, I never heard before in my life. But if you break it down, it kind of makes sense. That word is patricide. Do you know what patricide is? I did because I remember seeing that name and I now I forgot. Go ahead. Yes. Patricide is the killing of one's father. Mm, right. So the murder of one's father. Mm. So if all all of these clues are essentially pointing to Bray Wyatt mm -hmm. and Bray Wyatt, who is the father of Bray Wyatt in IRS. in WWE? Who is the father of Bray Wyatt? IRS. No, that's in real life, dude. Damn it. Who was the one who helped to create, to put out, to give a platform to the original incarnation of Bray Wyatt. NXT's Bray Wyatt, Husky Harris. Okay, all right. That's Triple H. Okay. The Raw after Extreme Rules mm -hmm. in Brooklyn is being built in Brooklyn mm -hmm. is being billed as a Degeneration X reunion. Right. Which means this is going to be one of the very few times we see triple h on screen and by the way and sean michaels on screen who was also at nxt the i said to my friend yesterday i think if you thought triple h was over before wait till he comes out now as the head of all <laughs> the pop that he's going to get 
for this is the this is the company right here walking out with with DX. I I, I think he's going to get a huge, probably the biggest pop he's ever gotten. Remember when he got booed because we thought he was ruining the company? I do. <laughs> that was a great time. Sorry, Trevor. yeah. My point we, being, we, we apologize uh, as a whole as a as a show. We're speaking for everybody, we apologize. Yeah, ex- exactly. On behalf of the Sons of Slam, on behalf of everybody, the IWC apologizes. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, possibility mm-hmm. if it does all lead back to that word patricide. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, if we don't get him at Extreme Rules, we have to get him at at Raw on the tenth. Right? Yeah, the tenth. Yeah, tenth. You gotta get him at Extreme Rules. I mean, it's. I I feel like this Raw. I also said to my friend yesterday. I feel like this Raw will be kind of like it's a, also a Philly crowd like that. The Philly wrestling crowd is a fucking solid crowd. I, I know, I know. They they're, they're way over. Um, I I feel like the the Monday though, the, this Monday Raw will be like AEW's like Grand Slam. Like it's gonna be like a pay per view kind of <laughs> kind of feel with it. It's gonna be like big exactly time, big time feel. Ooh man, dude, the de- the fucking beat dropping of Degeneration X. <laughs> Are you ready? Ah, <laughs> get goosebumps thinking uh, about it. I know, I know. Um, hold on. Are you ready? Are <laughs> you ready, Lord? So there's that. Um, really quickly before we get to uh, talking about extreme rules, set extreme rules. Uh, what did I have here? Oh, so how about uh, this Friday? We have a live rampage, followed by Battle of the Belts Four. Were you even Wait, aware of this? Saturday is Battle of the Belts no, Four. Friday. This, oh, Friday. This Friday, Wait, we have Rampage. Right. We have an hour Rampage, followed by Battle of the Belts 4. It's immediately after. So, FTR is defending. Is? Yep. FTR is defending. Like on television, it is? On TVs. On the TVs. AEW no has announced two more title matches for this Friday's Battle of the Belts 4 television special, which will air live immediately following a live edition of AEW Rampage. FTR is defending their ROH tag team titles against Gates of Agony. Willow Nightingale. It's going to uh, challenge Jade Cargill. I'm, I'm, I love Nate, uh, Willow Nightingale. Uh, Pack is uh, taking on Tremperetta. And that's what we got. Those those matches were, were recently added. Uh, the updated car. Let's see what else we have here. Pack and Trent for All-Atlantic. And that's all I got. <laughs> it's like it's uh, three matches. Anyway. I mean, that makes sense. It's an hour thing. It's an hour thing. Uh, so there's that. Um all that oh so i honestly can't believe they're doing it right after right after wwe making changes to uh speaking of uh brooklyn which is their season premiere even though they go every week once a week i Um, guess (laughs) it's always a thing so they're looking to change the uh the commentary team on raw does it say who it doesn't say who so we have um well, I can guarantee one thing. It's going to be Cole and Graves. Say, say that all again. I can guarantee one thing. It's going to be Cole and Graves. I get, Yes. Uh, well, yes. Yes. Cole and Graves on SmackDown. Right now, Jimmy Smith, uh, Corey Graves, and Brian Saxton uh, on Raw. They've been together since... Byron. Uh, yes. Uh, to those who didn't know, uh, they've been together since May 31st. And so possibly getting a new yeah, But they've been together for really like if you think about it, Byron and, and, and Graves have been together for a really long time. They really have. Yeah. Like Cole. <laughs> Cole on Raw. 
can you put Jimmy Smith in a two-man booth with Byron Saxton? Uh, no. You need you need a heel because uh, because I I Graves I I couldn't stand Saxon in the beginning but Graves and Saxon now have this chemistry with the two of them that they'll have these, these little quips that I con- consistently will crack up on especially uh, Graves is just putting them down Saxon will sometimes come back with something that's insanely funny um, they have a good chemistry and I, I'm I'm sad to see if the two of them go or one of them of the two goes uh, while but the, while one's filling in for Pat McAfee on SmackDown um, but yeah they need a third heel type on raw i think do we get the return of morrow oh my god like yeah, but you, i know it's probably not gonna get, happen you gotta get rid of he Jimmy said I, i'm pretty sure he said he wouldn't come back on a regular basis oh well it's triple h though especially because jbl's probably coming back so he was not gonna want to be here anyway well, there, there's your there's your name there's your third you can't i mean if you, if you get you get morrow back you gotta get rid of jimmy that's the only thing so it, that kind of sucks um so there's that NXT, yeah, uh, Legado del Fantasma, looking to get called up to uh, to the main roster, and congratulations uh, going out to AEW's Julia Hart, House of Blacks Julia Hart, who is now engaged to Lee Johnson. So that's the House of Black and the Nightmare Family merging as one. House of House of Black Nightmares. That doesn't sound right. That sounds very racist. House of Nightmare. Julia. I mean. Big shoddy Lee Johnson, as I show go. as I show Chris my cup. There you go. That's a black member. Nice. Well, welcome to the fam. Welcome to the fam. Um, there's that commentator in NXT talked about all that. Uh, let's talk. Uh, was anything on AEW uh, besides uh, main events? This uh, is an overreaction, but Sora- uh, Sor- Sor- yeah, huh? huh? Soraya. There you go. <laughs> Wait, you went long. in. You went in last week on me saying it wrong. Now I'm. I know. I'm, I know. I know. Because I, I got excited. Go ahead. Uh, Page. Yes. <laughs> beat the shit out of Britt Baker. Yeah, I mean, that. it's a it's a bit of an exaggeration, it obviously. Is, yeah, but was she fucking got physical. Of, she got physical. Let's get physical. Yeah. Good for her. It was. It was quite the. Quite the. Quite the sight. What uh, the the entertainment and sports arena in Washington D.C. I would love to know, and I'll probably look that up, this up right now. I want to know what their attendance is for that their their capacity for that place because that's a small. It place. looks like five thousand. It looks like yeah, I was gonna say it has to be a, like four or five thousand people because the ramp. First of all, the ramp that that went to the ring was all of five feet long. Um, entertainment and sports. I'm pretty sure I've seen Lone Star at the Westbury Bank Art Center in front of more people oh, baby I'm, I'm amazed by you well look at you uh yeah that's the song that everybody knows you song. start talking to me about county fair then we can have a conversation about lone star no, i'm good um <laughs> location 4200 that's that, capacity that's uh, the 42 4200 seat arena so that's not including behind the set which is get, and then everybody in the on the floor so so they fit so yeah like so four thousand roughly people. Maybe maybe even less, like thirty eight hundred, maybe. <laughs> no, it's probably forty two. But I'm saying all the people that all the seats that were blocked off because of the set, because of the yeah. Stage. But also think about all the seats that are on the floor. Does that make up for all the seats that are they're being cut off? It's only a forty two hundred seat yeah, arena. I guess, I guess it's so. got to make up for a large portion of I it. Guess, I guess so. Very small, <laughs> very small. Um, MGF and Wheeler Yuta, the, the kick things off was an outstanding match, and they made a big deal of MJF coming back. Um, but Wheeler, you way over, <laughs> way over. Uh, and that match was I'm not mad at it. I'm actually pretty excited that yeah. Wheeler is yeah, pretty over. Yeah, he's 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 really good. 
Yeah. Uh, MJF. I also can't there. wait to see Daniel Garcia in the Blackpool Combat Club. I, I as well. Uh, Darby Allen. How do you get inducted? Do you get presented like a jacket or a shirt? You get punched in the face, and then you're like, "Come with us." Well, no, you have to bleed with one another, and then you shake their hand. But then, do you get like presented the shirt on television? Yes. Uh, like the NWO, would you just get presented the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> is is Blackpool going to be like MW, NWO? It's going to end up with like fifty different members. I don't want it to see it be yes and no. I don't want it to see it be fifty different members all at the same time. Mm. But I wouldn't mind it, you know, having a rotating cast and crew. People are like, oh, I want to do my own thing now. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Or they turn heel. Like, I feel Wheeler Yuta is eventually going to get out of there, but he's going to turn heel. Turn heel. If right. he gets big enough. Uh, Darby Allen, Jay Lethal. Uh, Darby Allen gets the win. Jay Lethal going face, maybe? Sort of, maybe? Uh, but the same could be said about MJF <laughs> at the end of his match. At the match. end of his match, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was weird to me. That was very weird. There was no like conclusion to that. I, I forgot to mention that. So yeah, so uh, his his uh, crew, the firm, came down, started beating up on Yuta, and gave and uh, uh, what's his name gave him the ring. Uh, Stokely Hathaway gave him the ring, the dynamite ring, to pop Yuta in the face. Um, and then he was re- reluctant to do so. And then you had William Regal come down with brass knucks and way over got very big pop. Um, and then everybody, I didn't know somebody could just, I didn't know somebody could get such a big pop for putting on brass, on knuckles. brass knucks, not even using them. Yeah. <laughs> just putting them on, just put them on. Um, so yeah, so Jay lethal possibly turning face. That's two in a row with that. Um, Warlow versus Brian cage. Very surprisingly good match for two big guys. Holy shit. With Warlow doing that, uh, that Ray Phoenix, like jump to the top rope into like a backflip splash <laughs> onto Brian cage. Um, and then with like four powerbomb symphonies, uh, very impressive. Until they got their asses uh, kicked, and then FTR came to uh, Samoa Joe got his ass kicked as well. Until FTR came for the rescue. Um, Britt Baker, well, FTR still the the pop they get from that music hitting is crazy. Uh, Soraya, as Britt Baker is announced because <laughs> she's a doctor, uh, is not competing in AEW. Doctors have not cleared her to compete. She wouldn't make that known. Uh, we had a trios match. With the interim, freaking hell, uh, Tony Storm champion, Tony Storm, Athena, and Willow Nightingale. Again, I I love it. Just love her energy. Uh, Jamie Hader, way over. Penelope Ford, love her to death. Uh, and Serena Deeb. Jamie Hader's so over that she got introduced last. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Yeah, nobody knew who she was a year ago. I know. <laughs> and she was a year and a half ago. Bert Baker would come out and do the intros, and then it would be her and Rebel would come out after the uh, the fireworks. And now she's and now she's doing it, and then they come out for her, which is quite the turn. I think people just want change, man. I think that's all we want in life. It's just we want to see, we want to see new faces and how they will adapt and take the role. It's true, uh, but you also have to have that foundation. Right. Like there's Absolutely. a reason Britt Baker's gonna be in AEW for a long time pending any, you know, drama. With her new lover, Christian. It was one time. She was <laughs> on a break. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> We're on a break. Uh congratulations to uh, acclaimed and uh happy national scissoring day, everybody. Oh my lord. I loved every single second of that. <laughs> tell me why you loved it, and I'll tell you why I loved it. It was just, it was so heartfelt and so fucking hilarious at the same time. Yes, it was very funny. 
Um, and they meant every single word of it. They did. I I, I feel like, especially and and then Bowen coming out with a, um, with the kind of like a gay innuendo joke, uh, in there. Yeah, I'm the um, only one that's allowed to do it. Or whatever he said. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Their t-shirts the best. I do want to say one thing about that. Congratulations um, to them being uh, the best-selling shirt uh, that they pointed out. Yeah. Um. Yes. Go ahead. The um not bones who's the other one max caster caster yes he needs to work i apologize about that he needs to work on his promo skills a little bit a little bit his mic skills are great his his rapping skills are really good yes his mic yes. his promo skills need work yeah that's why bowen was now with the that one. being said if he raps every promo <laughs> i could be into that there you go you could swing me on that that's why bowen was was mainly on the mic for the most part um, he was on the mic for like three and a half minutes straight. Yeah, he's he's that's wild. He's the mic guy. Uh, he said, "Quote: Now it's time for celebration as we celebrate by scissoring. I'm the Sultan of Scissor. <laughs> scissoring is a handshake. It's a sign of friendship. The people want to ce- to celebrate by people want to be celebrated by a real team, not a team thrown together like Swerve and Keith Lee. Swerve, this is not your house. Billy Gunn gets on the mic. This is Daddy Ass's house." <laughs> Now for everybody in the building and the millions of people at home, it's National Scissoring Day. I was sent down to City Hall today and asked if I would present you guys with this. And he handed the guys with a golden wrapped item. They opened it up and it was a large pair of scissors. That, uh, everything about it was hilariously it was very awesome. Funny. Very funny. Um, the whole. Do you then, think the whole point? Do you think Daddy's going to be there on Monday? Nope. Oh yeah. Do you think Daddy Ass is going to be there on Monday? That'd be awesome if he was for the reunion. I think that would be very cool. I think it would be very, very cool on on Khan's part to be able to, to allow him to go and do that. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think he definitely get a fucking ass reference. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Could yeah, you yeah. if they say the pot? I I would be. I want to believe that if somehow Triple H or Shawn Michaels said Daddy Ass on television. <laughs> On Raw mm-hmm. during their reunion, get a huge the place would go bonkers. I think most of them would go bonkers. The other half would be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Yeah, exactly. AEW still not a. <laughs> it's not the the. Or do it the other way. Call him like the ass dad. <laughs> People would know who they're talking about. <laughs> ass dad. Yeah, oh, yeah daddy ass. Um, but the thing that got me the most in the whole th- spiel was uh, Caster, e- even with his mic skills needing to get up to par. The idea being presented of bipartisan scissoring there's there's blue there's no blue there's no red there's no left there's no right there's scissor and there's all of us together scissoring together in friendship i i there I, is a solid chance that that promo goes down in like history i i love the the sentiment behind it it was just i mean it just resonates as far as people want to be good you should be good to other people and whether no matter what your opinion is of anything we should love each other by scissoring, <laughs> and that's what exactly. I—that's what I got from it. So, uh, you know, kudos. You know what? One of the best promos uh, in a very long time, uh, ruined by by Swerve Strickland and then uh, Mark Sterling. Uh, but yes, kudos to the acclaimed for for pulling off. And I think all those days that they usually have, like they celebrate whatever you know that they're going to do, is kind of sometimes they're stupid, but this was on point. I I, I was all for it. Yeah, National Wet Sock Day or whatever it is. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the most random thing that came to my mind. I want to it celebrate happened to me the other day at work. This whole okay. <laughs> Still angry about it. So you're not celebrating. Um, Hangman Page versus, uh, versus Roosh with no Andrade. 
Go figure. Which is weird because Roosh just signed with AEW. How hilarious is that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's his actually his shoot cousin. Uh yeah. It's about the That's match. crazy. Oh man. I just coughed. I'm so sorry. You're right there. Uh <laughs> Private Party getting involved in uh, getting getting like a, a push suddenly out of nowhere uh, until it's about time, dude. Until you said, remember them two years ago? Yeah, you were like, oh my Three boys. Three years ago, my boys are in AEW. You were all all for them, like you were just like on the the Private Party train. These are my my new best friends are like just got signed. I had met them a full five days earlier. Yeah, it was awesome. I mm-hmm. go, holy shit, these guys. They're going into the first match, and then I go, oh my god, they fucking beat the Young Bucks. I just saw them. This is probably one of the biggest matches to date. I mean, at that point, it probably right. was. Right. But I was like, holy shit, they just beat the Young Bucks on national television. That's wild. That's I met them. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and now they've been subjugated to the freaking the HFO, then the AHFO, then the AFO. <laughs> in the LFO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now they're wearing Ember Crombie and Fitch, and, and I don't get it. But on boom, boom, psh. Thank you. Be here early. I got you. Uh, and Moxley coming out. And then Moxley and, and Hangman have never had a match. Is that what I'm taking from this? Do I not remember? I guess, yeah. Well, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Shivati. I figured it, that it was Mox in rehab. What? When he was supposed to fight him? When, when, not when, I'm not saying he was supposed to fight him, but I'm just saying when Hangman was champion. Is that like yes. when that was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni interviewing Will Nightingale, uh, talking about Jade Cargill uh, for the TBS Championship. and Long Island Zone. Long Island Zone. Luchasaurus destroying Fuego del Sol. And then uh, your main event, Danny Garcia and Brian Danielson taking on the Ocho, <laughs> Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. The Ocho is the, such a great fucking The name. booze that this man got. Like, you want heat? That's that's heat. Oh, he but that's not good heat. That's not good heat. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not good heat. That's that's go home. That's, that's nuclear go home heat. That it is. And that's the kind of heat that I would think that if CM Punk came back would get. It'd probably I mean twenty times more, but he would get some. Do you like know that. what I equate that type of heat to? Mm. Do you remember the die Rocky Die chance? Yes. That's that type of heat. Yeah. <laughs> like like people Now who, who knows? Sammy Guevara could come out of this and be the next he's not gonna be the next rock. Let's just point that no, out. No, absolutely not. But he could be the next big thing, you know? Mm. Who who knows what's going to happen with that kid? He I had such promise, too. I know. What the fuck happened? Well, he, might, he has, uh, he has some, a long way to go here to uh, recover that 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 uh, clout that he, he picked up. Um but I do, I do I like that. I do like that he he pinned Garcia for the win. I, I think that's way big of Tony Khan to do that to even further his hate. <laughs> the yeah. people, if you want to, I, I guess, go into the skid, man. Drive into the skid. If you're gonna go be this this heel and you're just now like apply this super heat that you've naturally put on yourself. Yeah, you know what, Khan, make make the match where he hits him with the belt and <laughs> and he gets over by nefarious means. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Extend this, extend it out, and then have him go out against Andrade in two weeks, um, or have, have have it for full gear. Should build up build build up that match for full gear, and then we get to see it. Yeah, but then Sammy's gonna win again because at that point Andrade's gonna be pissed and he's gonna want out. Of the well, that's also if Andrade. That's also if Andrade wins this uh, career match. Apparently, that he is going on. It's not going on anymore. I thought it was still happening on Friday. Yeah, no. No. Oh, okay. Tony Khan changed it. Ah. Oh. 
It's now it's now a, a trios championship match. Gotcha. It's Dark Order versus uh, uh, Death Triangle. Um, Triangulo de la Muerte. Really quickly, WWE's. Uh, I would like to point out that um, <laughs> it's funny how you see wrestlers uh, evolve and where they've come from. Talk about it all the time, but if we could go back and have Shorty G fight Chad Gable now, what were they? What was what was wow. McMahon, what was McMahon thinking having this this thing going on with Shorty G and how over and how much I love Chad Gable now? He is. Probably my one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE right now, and that's saying a lot because he just every match he's put on. The one he did with Braun Strowman was outstanding, and he's just great on the mic. And it's it took all this time, which happens in wrestling. Sometimes it takes time to find your your niche and your character and, and to build on that. But I think he's there and and good for him. I just want to point that out. Better. Kudos to him. Yes. What happened if uh, imagine if uh, Jason Jordan never got hurt and American Alpha could still be a thing? American Alpha. Wow. Right? With Triple H at the helm? Yeah. The American Alpha is another Triple H, baby. <laughs> That's right. People forget. Then you can add someone like freaking Gable Stevenson or, or Which, Damian by the way, there's Pope reports that whatever they, the fuck he doesn't want to use him anymore. NXT. That's why you haven't seen him. Yeah. By the way, have you seen Dame, uh, his brother in NXT? No. Bobby Stevenson? No. Goes by Damien something or other? Okay. Damien Priest? Uh, no. Okay. He uh he was in the uh, diamond mine with Roddy Strong. Yes, oh that's him. Okay, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's he is a big boy. He's a big boy. But he turned on the diamond mine. He did. and cost them the tag team titles. Yes. So now he is fighting one of the brothers at Halloween Havoc for in at Halloween Havoc mm-hmm. in an ambulance match. And if the bro- if Damian wins, the other brother has to leave NXT the other brother okay that's an interesting stipulation but like the promo that he gave he was i was thoroughly impressed i would say the least yeah okay of the passion that he gave behind you know uh anything back of, and forth between the both of them was great uh you think of notes on smackdown here ronda rousey Liv morgan being the shit out of each other uh the only things of note are the bloodline and the white rabbit and bloodline white rabbit nothing uh, really nothing really extended with the bloodline I, I, how dare you leave out uh maximum male models and their their pose their record posing uh, right i'm so, sorry yeah la night yeah that's the only good thing coming out of the maximum <laughs> there you go models. uh raw um so someone pointing this out online. This Raw was kind of disjointed and all over the place other than the, like I said, the Chad Gable, Braun Strowman match, like that match. But every single match, every main match had some sort of distraction, some sort of interference. Uh, there was no clean finishes here. kind of felt a little McMahon-ish. Um, but I'm, I'm excited that Daniel Cormier is going to be the referee. Hopefully he does a better job than Jeff Jarrett. I'm so excited for that. Um, and I did like, I how- can't wait for Joe, like the people like Joe Rogan and Brendan Schaub mm-hmm. have to talk about WWE because Daniel Cormier is there. Have you seen, by the way, uh, Schaub and, and Rogan with this, this feud that they have on Twitter? It's not a feud, dude. They're the best of friends. They're just fucking talking. Okay. How about the feud with Schaub and, uh, and white? Oh, the Dana White thing, that's real. That's and real. I love every okay. second. All right. <laughs> I love every second. And I'll I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> yes. Hot take. Mm-hmm. I'm Team Shab. 
So am I. I'm Team Thick Boy. By the way, if you didn't know, that is the owner of the Thick, the Boy, Thick brand. Boy brand, Brendan Schaub. I did like the end of of Raw with uh, Damage Control just destroying all the the ladies, and I think Bailey's gonna pull this off. Um, yeah, she has to. I think I think Damage Control will now be the the rightful owners of all the belts. And without further ado, going into your card for this Saturday's Extreme Rules, we have the Brawling Brutes. Uh, Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Bush taking on Imperium. Who you got? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I have the Brawling Brutes. I'll I'll I the, take the Brawling Brutes as well. It's either here's my here's my theory on this. It's it's because Seamus they lost. both win, right? I think either the Brawling Brutes win here, and then Seamus goes on to win the IC title at on Monday. Or Imperium wins this, and then Sheamus wins the IC title at, at uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Hang on, you're forgetting the other thing. Please. You're forgetting if the Brawling Brutes win this, mm. but Gunther retains, which is a vi- if you're if we're f- if this mm. is all furthering the storyline of Imperium, mm-hmm. that would make sense because it would put Gunther on this pedestal above the rest of Imperium. They couldn't get the job done on the pay-per-view. He could. He could. Got it. That's the only way I could see them trying to rationalize that. Uh, Fair enough. I can see that. Um, Edge versus Finn Balor in a I quit match. Shout out to Stephanie for thinking that this was a, like, I quit career match. No. It's I quit the match match. No, that's it. No, that happened once, and that was fucking... I'm going to point that out. Don Batista and and John Cena. So there's that. Uh, I'm taking... uh, I think I'm taking... I got Edge. I think I'm taking Finn on this one. No, I got Edge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Judgment Day is way over. I think Finn's going to take over. We'll, we'll see about that. Uh, Bianca Belair. Way over is a stretch, but they're over. I'll give you I, that. I mean, okay, true. They're over. Uh, Belair taking on Bailey in, an, in the first ever, as pointed out many times, women's ladder match for the Raw Women's title. It's going to be Bailey. I mean, Bailey. Bailey is, she has been on record as saying how big a wrestling fan she is. She's going to get her fucking ladder match moment. Get her ladder match. Like uh, Michaels, like Razor. She still needs them. She still needs to get her uh, Royal Rumble moment. That's true. That's true. Should have uh, happened this year. Should have happened. Uh, and I do like that every single every single match is its own different extreme rules. Uh, Drew McIntyre against Karrion Cross. This is, this is the extreme rules that we needed. That we needed. Every single thing being something different. Absolutely. This is... Is extreme this rules. extreme rules in Philly? Perfect. Do it every year like this in Philly. Drew McIntyre, Carrying Cross. Yeah, strap. like all out. Exactly. Uh, uh, I got Carrying Cross actually. Strap match. Uh, yes, I I agree. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Seth Freakin Rollins in a fight pit match. I got Riddle. Rollins has won all of them. This is Riddle's territory. It has to be yes. Absolutely. Riddle's gonna fucking choke the dog shit out of him. <laughs> He's gonna make him shit himself. Not the shit. <laughs> but dog shit, not just regular human shit. Yeah, no, he's gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the main event of the card is uh, Liv Morgan taking on Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship in a, an Extreme Rules match. Just an overarching Extreme Rules. There's nothing particular, specific. It's just Extreme Rules for on Extreme Rules. I could be inclined to give it to Liv Morgan by nefarious means. I think this is it, though. Yeah, they can't face again. No, I'm saying, yeah, right, that, there's that, but I'm saying this is it for Liv. I think Ronda takes us. Oh, well, yeah. Listen, either one is possible. Mm. Ronda <laughs> could easily beat the shit out there of her. There was a 50-50 shot. And, 
and and Liv could uh, easily have friends to freaking beat the shit out of Ronda with her. Unless um, what's her name comes out and distracts Ronda. Um, Is that the main event though? That's the last card. There's six six matches. When it, oh, that's right. The match is on fucking Friday. I forgot. Which one? The Intercontinental match. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. The season premiere. Oh. All right. That's right. So then I go. see. I said everything I said before was null and void. Forget that. <laughs> so if it's the IC all matches, based off of who wins the Intercontinental. The IC match. Right. Right. So yeah, there you go. Take everything I said five minutes ago and scratch it. Um, that's it. That's your card. No, uh, no bloodline. Uh, but still very solid matches. I'm excited to see all of them, especially the fight pit match. I'm I'm all for it, especially with Komiya being. Yeah, with Dan, with DC coming out, that's going to be great. That'll be huge. Which um, makes sense. You had freaking, uh, what's his face in the first one? Kurt Angle. Right. Right. Both wrestling gods. <laughs> Amateur wrestling Amateur gods. Wrestling. Let's be honest. Point that out. That's By the it. way, this also opens the door. It gets the foot in the door. We could get fucking DC versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. <laughs> DC versus Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. Someone, I, I'm just saying. Someone needs to get into shape, but that's fine. That's fine. Who needs to get into shape? DC. Have you seen the way he fought? Have you seen uh, but, what he looked like when he, fought, when he it, fought? It's been it's been a minute. It has, yeah. But, I mean, he can get, like, a fucking month camping. All right. Real quick. I guess. I guess that should it. be fun. Anything else before we uh, head on out? Um, this also opens the door for Matt Riddle Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> they should just do a real the match. Only... <laughs> they should do like a real yeah. MMA match and just get it over with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's the see. only thing that I have that we forgot to get to at the beginning is uh, uh, rest in peace, Antonio Inoki. Inoki, Antonio Inoki, yes, rest in peace. Yeah, that was uh. That came as a shock. the The shocker was that WWE mentioned it on, like they. I th- honestly, I thought that they were going to give him a ten bell salute at one point. But why wouldn't they? They gave no. I, I agree a hundred percent. They should have. Mm-hmm. But it would have shocked me. It. We all still have Vince McMahon booking brain. Right, right, right. That was a lot to get out. Nice. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Antonio Inoki. Mm-hmm. Served two mem- two terms as a member of the House of Counselors. Mm-hmm. Died at his home on the first. He was 79. And like I said, it did get acknowledged on SmackDown, which threw everyone for a loop. There you go. Anything else? That's all I have. That's it. That's all I got. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. Sons of Slam in your ears. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. If there's nothing else, that's the show. Thank you guys so very much. Enjoy Extreme Rules. Enjoy Battle of the Belts 4 at 11 o'clock at night. Um, That should be fun. (laughs) And that's it. Guy, I'll see you next time. Bye. The Sons of Slam podcast. 